I'm Duncan Tolmy, and welcome back to the Mountain Climbers podcast. Today, part two of my conversation with Matilda Green. We've got like a list of a few names. Some are kind of a bit crazy. Can I get Matilda to name drop their bun in the oven? Then later. I can safely say that has really changed my life. What do you admire most about yourself? Uh, probably. What do you think is the lesson that's taken you the longest to learn? I ask about Matilda Green's greatest life lessons. Open, honest and no questions off limits. I was shocked she was willing to open up this much. I'm Duncan Tolney and the Mountain Climbers podcast continues next. This episode of the Mountain Climbers podcast is made with the support of Windsor Creative, a faith-based non-profit graphic design studio that specializes in brand identity, illustration, print media, and web design. We love them so much, we've used them for the branding of the Mountain Climbers podcast. For more information about Windsor Creative, visit www.windsorcreative.org.nz. That's www.windsorcreative.org.nz. Or you can look up Windsor Creative One Word on Facebook. Do you have any advice for people looking for love? A great relationship? Advice for people looking for love? I think the key thing is to not settle. Like, don't... Don't be so afraid of being alone that you'll mm. settle for an average relationship because it's just such a waste of time. I I, I really yeah. do think that if you're in, in a relationship that makes you feel anything other than valued and loved and safe, then you're just wasting your time because your relationship with yourself shouldn't be one of, of like, I, I don't want to be alone, I don't want to be alone. Mm. It should be like, I, I would rather be alone than have a shitty relationship basically so I I really think never settle and you always know if, if it's not quite right mm. you always know deep in your, down deep down yeah. in your gut yeah because my mum told me actually um, early on in our relationship and, and she said that that if if there are cracks early on in the foundations if you don't fix them they'll only get bigger and bigger and bigger they won't go away mm. so that was something that that I learnt is, is to kind of fix everything early on and if it can't be fixed it's not going to go away what's your ideal date night date my ideal date night hmm I'm pretty low maintenance when it comes to dates like yeah. I really like just a good butter chicken at home <laughs> and then maybe <laughs> like put the fire on watch a bit of like a uh 90s rom-com or something like that would just be my <laughs> ultimate dream butter chicken fire on 90s rom-com and I'm just set oh that's fantastic <laughs> well, well I think post-bachelor I was like let's just tone down the dates a little you yeah, know like we don't, need to, we don't need to, to go on like helicopters to <laughs> islands you know <laughs> yeah and uh, I'm sure those dates have ended quite nicely because now you've got a baby boy exactly. on the way yeah yes um, so what do you think is the most exciting thing about having a baby? Ah, oh, the most exciting thing. It's, I am really excited that I get to raise this little man that will have this whole life ahead of him. It's just, it's really exciting to me to, to know that the work that we put in now will affect so many people because this guy is going to grow up and have a life and a career and have so many different relationships and connections with different people. Um, and a lot of that kind of depends on on his childhood, really. And so how, mm. how we mould him as a human to go out into the world and um, touch so many other people's lives. So, 
yeah, it's just it's exciting and very overwhelming responsibility at the same time. <laughs> but I think that's probably the most exciting thing for me, just seeing what he's going to be like as an adult. Yeah. Mm. Have you decided on any names or thought of names yet? We've got like a list of a few names. Um, some are kind of a bit crazy and some are like what? Like pretty standard. Um, well, I feel like I can't say because oh, every really? time I say, then pe- people go, oh, no, you can't name him that. I'm like, oh, that's a crazy name. <laughs> and then it taints it for me. So I'm like, I actually can't say. But uh, um, oh, my, brother was al- my brother was almost called Tiger. Oh, really? That's yeah. a cool name. Because my dad is from America, and that was really popular back then. Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cool name. Is it like I like that. that. Uh, not quite as, um, yeah, as animalistic. But, <laughs> but there's one that, that, that we're thinking of. Oh, I can't say it. You I can't, can't say, say it. You can't no. say it. <laughs> uh, okay. Has it made you think about the debate on abortion mm-hmm. in a different way? Or in this enhance um, your view from before? It's it hasn't really changed it to to be honest. I, I have mm. always been pro choice. Um, just because I think that it's very easy for other people to tell a woman what to do without being in, in her shoes. So I'm mm. absolutely pro choice and I always have been and I don't think that will ever change. So it doesn't make you think it hasn't made you go, Wow, there's actually a life inside of me. Um I uh, yeah, I mean like obviously I would never say that abortion at a certain stage is is good. Um yeah. but I do think that early enough um I do absolutely believe in pro choice. Yeah, because I think it's it's yeah, like I think it's very easy to to say, oh, pro-choice, pro-choice, you have to, to have this child because that's your responsibility. But then once you have that child, you're on your own, you know. And so there's there's not really a lot of support for those mums that, um, it, like if they are forced to have a baby, um, what happens after that? You know, it's like she, she still ha- has to live her entire life and... Is she going to get support after that? Is everyone pro, you know, pro life after she has the baby, or are they just worried about um, before it's born? So, yeah, it's a it's an interesting topic, and I can I can see both sides, but I definitely pro choice. Okay, mm. moving on to some more general life questions mm-hmm. now. What do you think is the lesson that's taken you the longest to learn? The lesson that's taken me the longest to learn is probably the power of saying no Hmm. and the power of uh, not pleasing other people Um, because I've always been a huge people pleaser ever since I was a little kid Um, just because I don't like confrontation. I don't like to upset anyone, so I'm very much like I'll just go along with anything (laughs) whereas now I'm really conscious of the fact that um, I don't have to please everyone all the time but it's a constant work on you know it's a um, yeah it's just being sure of your own decisions and sure sure of your own mind really so Mm. yeah how have you learned to say no and develop that skill I think it's basically just come with practice Mm because I've realised that a lot of the time I I do things that I don't want to do because I I just want to kind of please everyone 
and I've realised now that my own mental well-being is a lot more important than anything else. And so if I don't want to do something or if, if I feel uncomfortable with anything, I'd, I'll just say no. And the, the more I say no, um, the, the freer I feel, you know. Mm. I just feel so, so much more... Empowered? Empowered, mm. yeah, absolutely. Mm. What do you admire most about yourself? Hmm, what do I admire about myself? I think I admire my ability to empathise with others. Mm. I've always been able to um, put myself in other people's shoes and see both sides of, of arguments. And um, and I kind of pride myself on not being judgmental. Do you have a spiritual practice? Yes. So yes. I, I meditate every day. Every day. Well, if I can. Okay. Maybe not like every day, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> and is it like sitting on a on a rug, legs crossed, uh, fingers in the okay position? I just sit on my couch. Yeah, because well, like especially being six months pregnant, um, any kind of uh, non-back supported sitting <laughs> is very uncomfortable. So yeah. I, I just sit on the couch and whether I use an app, sometimes I do if I'm feeling a bit lazy and I can't be bothered really doing it myself, uh, or I um, do my own meditations because we've actually just, um, Art and I did a meditation course at um, Auckland Buddhist Centre. We, we did that for the last six weeks and mm. that's been really interesting as well just to learn a bit more about it and learn different techniques and yeah like I can safely say that has really changed my life as well. Is there a particular religion that you belong to? Not really. Not really? No I don't really believe in any specific religion. I do believe that uh, the earth has some kind of force or power. I don't know if that's like mother nature or something. There's some yeah. Sp- not to call it a spiritual force. Mm. Could you call it a spiritual force? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think so. Some definitely. Like I do believe that we're we're all connected somehow. And but that's as far as I it's as far as I believe. It's it's really hard because I guess there's so many theories and it's impossible <laughs> to know. But that's just what I believe. All right going to finish off with finish the sentence mm-hmm. so Matilda Green <laughs> Matilda Green has changed her mind on oh it has changed my mind on so many things I've changed my mind on my career a million times uh, what else have I changed my mind on so many things I change my mind on on the future all the time. I think like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what I want. No, that's what I want. No, actually, I want to be doing this. And <laughs> it changes on a weekly basis. So what's the future now? The future now is I'm going to uni next year, which is exciting. Oh, which <laughs> university? Massey. Oh, nice. Yeah. Studying? Studying health science, majoring in psychology, which I'm very excited about. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. Off to university and you're like, whoa. Is that Matilda Green sitting over there <laughs> in my class? I know, and so I'm going to be a mature student. So, so apparently if you're a mature student, what you do is you sit at the front of the class and ask heaps of questions and annoy everyone. So that's so what I'm going to be, be doing. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Matilda Rice. <laughs> Matilda Green. Most admires? Oh, most admires. Uh, probably... Most admires. That's a tough one. I would say Jacinda Ardern. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really admire her. I think she's amazing. I mean, what a tough job. Trying to keep everyone happy. 
having a baby, having a family, you know, trying to plan a wedding now and running the country and mm. having so much hate, <laughs> you know. It'd be such a difficult job. And and I just really admire her composure and her grace and her intelligence and I think she's awesome. And you'd be able to really empathise with her with your baby on the way mm-hmm. as well. Definitely. Like <laughs> Some days I can't be bothered doing anything and I'm like, imagine if I had to run the entire country, you know. I'm like, I would crazy. imagine she doesn't really have the choice to just some days she thinks, oh, I just don't really want to, you know, <laughs> rather not. I'll just sit on my couch. Exactly. Watch watch a rom-com. <laughs> with a bunch Have of some chicken. butter chicken. <laughs> well, I've got one final question for mm-hmm. you today, Matilda, and that is, have you reached the mountaintop? No, but I am still climbing. Still, still climb. climbing. Still a mountain climber. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you so much for spending the time Thank with me you. today. It was really fun. We'll see you later. Cool. I'm Duncan Tolmy, and you've been listening to the Mountain Climbers Podcast. To stay connected, like the Mountain Climbers Podcast on Facebook today. 